0: Hey guys, welcome to something that uh, might be a mistake. Actually, I'm not sure I really thought this one through as to what I'm signing off for. But this is a new podcast episode series called Progress Update Series, which will be kind of an accountability journal slash uh, weekly check-in type of progress update for anyone listening. And I'm doing this because I think that at the end of the day, this could actually benefit everybody. I think that it can benefit me. Because everybody that will hear this can keep me accountable in some sense. And I also think that it can actually be valuable for all of you listening. Uh, I know that I myself, I really like to listen to these kinds of things. Because A, it's interesting to watch someone else's journey. And B, I can oftentimes learn a lot from what other people are going through. So my plan with this entire thing is that I'll keep you guys updated on the progress that I'm making in three or four areas of my life, or three or four projects. So in the New Year's review episode, if you've listened to that, I mentioned how I currently have four big projects on my plate of what I'm really uh, trying to attack in the new year. And in this series, I will talk about these projects, and I'll probably end up addressing only three out of four out of these projects, but I'm still deciding on that. So what I'll do in these next few days is that I'll try to introduce each and every part of this series and the three projects or maybe four that I want to keep you guys updated on. And once I introduced all the projects, it will be just a weekly check-in where I'll give a short overview on how I fared with each of these projects in the week prior and how I'm planning to keep on going with them. And if all of this wasn't clear, you'll probably understand by the end of this episode after you've seen how I went through everything. And then basically you'll get the point that I'm basically just planning to do the same exact thing with three other projects as well. So let's get into the first project of mine, also the topic of this episode, which is language learning. So long story very short, I'm in Macedonia and I've been here for almost a year and my language knowledge is pretty embarrassingly low. And as of four months ago, it was actually non-existent, mainly because for a long time, I thought that I would be leaving from here pretty soon And even after that, it was pretty unclear how long I would be staying here. So basically, I just didn't bother. And uh, not that long ago, it actually did get into perspective that I may be staying here for quite a bit longer than initially anticipated. So I did make the realization that it's just not a sustainable way to be, to not speak the language of the people who surround me. And you know, I simply just didn't like the prospect of being that guy, you know, who lives in the country for X amount of years, potentially, and doesn't speak shit. But really, for me, the biggest reason behind deciding that I want to learn this language is actually something I've heard from Tim Ferriss, which is, what if everything that I'm here for, if everything that I'm hoping for here fails? And if that happens, how can I still benefit from this experience? And there, this language learning thing is actually a great prospect because truly, can I still benefit from this whole Macedonian experience if I learn Macedonian, say, fluently and everything else fails? And the answer in my mind is almost certainly yes. So that's my thinking process here in a nutshell. If everything fails, but I learn Macedonian fluently, is this still a win? And the answer, I believe, is yes. So that's kind of my thinking process. And you know, it's actually pretty common to see people who have been living in XY country for a number of years and still don't speak practically anything. And it's actually pretty easy to get to that place for a number of reasons, a because of people's long stays in other countries kind of just sneak up on them oftentimes a lot of people go to a country with the mindset that they will be leaving in x amount of months but then they keep on staying keep on staying and all of a sudden it's been three years and at one point they almost get a bit of a what the hell effect of well i didn't study so far so why start now And so that's one reason, then B, which is probably obvious to anyone listening to this who has ever lived in another country, that these days, if you speak English well, and if you are in a country where people speak good English, such as Germany, such as Netherlands, pretty much all of the Northern European countries, you're really not any more likely to learn the language compared to when you're at home. I mean, I can tell you that I lived in the Netherlands for give or take two and a half years. And because everybody speaks excellent English, I essentially didn't pick up anything there in in the true sense of the word. I mean, I did learn some words and phrases, like everybody does basically who goes to a new country. But just through osmosis or hearing things on the street, basically nothing. Simply because uh, I lived my everyday life in English and because I knew that I could just ask them to switch to English whenever Um, And therefore, my ears were just shut off when people were talking Dutch around me. So yeah, I'm in Macedonia and around September, I decided to start learning the language, which means that I've been learning now for about four months. Uh, I would say that um, out of these four months, I've had two good months of learning. And during the other two, I kind of lost a bit of structure and a bit of motivation And so I basically set myself a goal, which I picked up from Benny Lewis, who is this language learning guru, many of you probably heard of him, bit of a controversial guy from what I can tell, that by mid-February, I will be able to have a 10-minute conversation, which I can hold without limiting the quality of the conversation too much about some topic that I would generally talk about. So let's unpack this a little bit, because um, this definition of limiting the quality too much is admittedly a bit vague like um, what does that mean and what I mean by that is that I'll be able to talk about something that I'm interested in such as health and fitness that might be a bit tricky actually because that has a lot of specific science-y phrases to it or terms to it but things like relationships, general psychology, how people think, how I'm thinking about things, me being in Macedonia, my experience with traveling etc and be able to have a conversation flow more or less smoothly. So asking back a few times to ask for a clarification or to ask them to repeat something I didn't catch is fine. But the point is that we can have a decent back and forth for about 10 minutes in a way that it's at least somewhat fun for both of us. So the other person doesn't feel like he or she is sitting in a language class. And the reason I chose the date is because A, I want to put a good amount of pressure on myself and B, that will be basically the amount of time where I will have been in Macedonia for exactly a year. So if after a year, you're able to have a mediocre quality conversation, you at least don't have to be overly embarrassed. So with that, let's clarify where I'm at right now, right? That's always important to define the starting point. Um, It's a little bit hard to tell as my learning method is a little bit, um, I wouldn't say unconventional, but it's not some standardized method based on some official curriculum. It's very much individualized and kind of intuitive, Uh, but I'll get to that in a second. But I would say that I'm at the point where if I see a written text about a reasonably simple concept or topic, which doesn't include a whole bunch of specific or very formal phrases, I can understand it to the point where I'm getting the point of the text completely. I would say maybe eight times out of 10. Uh, If I have to speak or especially write something about a reasonably simple topic or concept, such as what I'll do the upcoming week or what my plans are for the day, uh, what I did the day before, those kinds of things, I I can express myself in a way that everybody can get my point. I would say almost 10 out of 10, the only times when I run into trouble with that is when I'm trying to use some overly fancy word combination and I'm just kind of out of my depth at that point. So given that reality, I would say it's not completely unreasonable to set the goal of getting to that early intermediate conversational uh, level within a month and a half, but it is a highly ambitious goal indeed. And with that, uh, let's touch for a second on what my biggest challenge is and what's currently preventing me from getting there. And there are really two things I would say. Um, For one, vocabulary. So I would say that actually for the amount of time that I have been learning, I actually have a pretty decent vocabulary at this point, but there are obviously still a ton of words that I don't know. And that is oftentimes the limiting factor when I'm trying to get my point across. And that's also problematic because when you're trying to listen to what others are saying, obviously you have your own set of limitations and problems anyway with the accents of people and with the speed of the speech, which I'll get to in a second. But when you don't know a ton of words, you don't even really know what to look for. And now I realize that when I'm able to catch even one or two key words from a sentence that someone throws at me, that is actually often enough to get what the whole sentence was about. And then it's actually enough for me to respond, which then is enough to get us into a short conversation. I realize this often when I'm talking to taxi drivers here, for example. Uh, The other big challenge is with just simply understanding what they are saying. So, like I said, when I'm reading simple conversational stuff, I'm, in the vast majority of the cases, able to put together what the point of the conversation was. But when I'm listening to people converse, it's literally like Chinese. Like, I'm almost unable to pick up anything whatsoever. And, you know, Macedonian is a Slavic language, and an often touted benefit of these languages is that words are pronounced as they are written. So, It's not like English where a U is pronounced as an A, etc. And that's true, but for one, these people can talk very, very fast at times. And they still have a way of kind of uh, chopping down the ends of the words. So for example, a word that would end with an A-M, so an UM, or an E-M, so M. I would just often hear that as an O or something. And also, especially with the limited vocabulary, oftentimes I have just no idea where a certain word ends and where the other begins. So it's a complete mess. Uh, But I still think that it's not as bad as it seems because like I said, when I see things written down, it's much, much better. So I think, I may be wrong, but I think that it's just a matter of getting my ears adjusted to how they speak. So those are the big challenges. And now, what is my actual game plan? So when it comes to vocabulary... I found myself a system which I actually stole from Andy Morgan, author of the fitness site RippedBody.com. And he has learned Japanese in a year, according to him. And he said that he did other things too, but he said that he learned 20 short phrases every day. And basically that was one major way of improving his vocabulary. And that tactic actually worked great for me as well so far. So what I'm doing these days is that I'm picking some sentences that preferably involve words that I don't know but I want to know and are about topics that are close to me and that I'm interested in in general and that I'm getting someone, usually my private teacher, to translate them to me and that I'm learning those. And this is really cool because this way I actually have a little emotional connection with the words that I'm learning. So this way, instead of mindlessly trying to learn one word after the other, You're actually learning sentences that you would say in real life with a lot of enthusiasm and passion. And I know it from prior experience that, um, for example, from my English learning days, that phrases or words that I heard with some strong emotional context to it, or for some reason I just attributed a lot of significance to them, that made them stick forever. Another way I actually tried um, choosing the words that I'm gonna learn is by looking at the 2,000 most common words used in English conversational language and from those that I don't know but I would like to know or I think would be useful, I'm constructing little sentences and then I'm getting them translated once again to Macedonian. And as for how I'm learning these sentences, I'm actually making little sound clips for myself and I put them on my phone and basically I'm listening to them while I'm commuting or I'm doing house chores and I'm learning them that way. So by the end of each day, I'm trying to prepare myself at least 20 sentences for the next day and I'm kind of speaking them up on this little recorder thing that I'm talking to you right now. And I'm saying them first in English, then in Macedonian, and then I'm putting them on my phone, and that's basically the recipe. And uh, actually, I've had quite a bit more free time this week on my hands, so this week I was shooting for 40 sentences, which is pretty ambitious, but uh, up until now, I've been able to keep up, but I'll do a review at the end of the week, and I'll see how much actually stuck So that would be vocabulary, basically. And the other big challenge that I'm working out is the understanding part. And that's a lot harder to work out, actually. Um, Ideally, I would just speak a shit ton with people, but that's tough to do right now for various reasons. So what I'm doing is that I'm trying to listen to audio, and then I try to preferably transcribe them or at least try to repeat back what I've heard, at least in my head. And here actually a language book that I own comes handy because it has a CD with it, with all kinds of um, listening exercises, and they have the corresponding transcripts of the audio. So I can actually check what they are saying afterwards. And so far, I'm just sucking total ass at it. But I set myself a goal of going through five minutes of audio each day like this, which is actually quite a bit of time when you need to pause at every 10 seconds or so. But that is basically my main strategy for now uh, for improving my listening and understanding. And then a final exercise that I have is that I'm trying to set myself a goal of trying to speak at least for five minutes a day about a topic just to myself as if I was conversing with someone and I launched into a long monologue or something. And by doing that, I'm able to identify words that would come up and I don't know. So basically, that is my uh, working schedule or game plan for now. So 20 sentences a day, at the moment 40 because I have more time, five minutes of audio transcribing a day, and five minutes of attempted speech. Um. Two other points that I quickly want to touch on is that for one, I'm partially getting way ahead of myself this way. So I will probably be at the point, to some extent, I'm already there, where I can talk about some pretty cool stuff with some pretty fancy words and phrases before I would actually know how to say some pretty basic words like the names of certain foods or family members or names of certain furnitures. But I really see no reason why I would have to go in order in that regard. I mean, really, for real-life interaction, it's much more important to learn how to say that I feel shy because I'm an outsider than I need to tie my shoelace or something. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing is that I'm placing my ability to communicate and understand others right now way ahead of developing proficiency with grammar. So I think that for keeping myself motivated and enthused throughout the process, it's way more important to work on my communicational abilities as opposed to getting all the grammatical intricacies right. I mean, I had some people telling me, I hope I hope that they were just joking that, oh God, you shouldn't show off with these fancy phrases, you should get your grammar in order. I mean, again, I hope they were kidding, but if someone seriously thinks that getting perfect in grammar before you would get decently good at just everyday communication should be a priority, or someone should just put communication on the back burner before they nail down all the grammar, I mean, they're wrong. <laughs> I mean there's just no other way to say it. Uh of course it depends on your goals. If you're trying to do something really formal with your communication, then nailing down grammar is a pretty much of equal importance. But if you just want to be a functional member of society with your language skills, at least in the short term that's your goal, then how much does it matter if you screw up even as much as 60% of the grammar rules in every sentence? I think not much. So that's just a side note. And I'd also say that in the meantime, I'm also trying to find other ways of accelerating the process. So I'm really trying to get myself a language buddy of source, but it's much tougher than I expected. You know, learning this language is pretty tough. You need a lot of creativity. It's not like, I don't know, Spanish, where you can get like five teachers and language buddies and five apps to learn the language within 10 minutes. There are pretty few resources that you can use, unfortunately. So it would be good to get movies with Macedonian language and subtitles but there's just not one that I could find so far. It would be good to get at least some series with Macedonian subtitles, also tough to find. So uh it's not easy, not easy. Uh but I actually kind of like it that way. You know the the fact that I need to fight for the opportunities to study actually makes me more driven in some way. So guys, uh, that was the intro of this progress update series, and that was one out of three projects. So language learning was the first project, and then I will cover two, maybe three other projects like this, and they will not be another language. They are completely different and unrelated, and once all of these are introduced, like I said, it will be just one weekly episode where I'll be quickly going over about my progress with each of these and my planning for the upcoming week. So I hope you enjoy this. Let me know what you think or if you have any tips for me about this. I just talked about here, uh, which is learning Macedonian. And we will see each other soon. Hey, guys, I just want to tell you again that your inputs for this podcast will help it grow more than anything. And your requests, ideas and comments will contribute to awesome content going live on this channel and podcast more than anything. So if you want to contribute, the best thing you can do is to go on Facebook and look up sustainable self-development. You'll find both the page and the Facebook group that is dedicated to discussions and ideas being thrown around. Go there and note down your comments about what kinds of topics or guests you want to be featured on this podcast and YouTube channel in the future. Just keep in mind the general theme of this podcast and my YouTube channel, which is to help people becoming their best selves in terms of lifestyle as it pertains to fitness and general personal development. This podcast is really dedicated to self-improvement, both physically and mentally. So keep that in mind. So thanks again for tuning in and see you next time.